Good evening, Mervir Abaisai. Continuing along here in Perakei of Avedas Alikim, Be'ezer Hashem, Omra HaNefesh. So now, after telling the Nefesh that really if you uh, apply yourself and you're ready to take on this challenge, leaving the bad food that you shouldn't be eating, which is the, as we explained, two categories, that of Taiva, that of Gaiva, and then really you'll have a lot of manucha in your life. It will, it will stand you good in this world and ultimately you'll get us to what we really want, which is in the next world of eternity. So Amra Nefesh now a heavy noisy Masha Zokharta. I think I've understood what you're telling me. And the Nefesh, if you remember, was complaining a little bit. Like, how do you expect me to, to wean myself off, to stop, to curtail with these things? I, I've been accustomed to it my whole life. But now that you put it into perspective, as the muscle that he gave, nobody wants uh, one of their limbs to be taken off to be amputated, but if it means to save his life, that's what he's going to do, as difficult as it may be. So he says, you know, know, when you put it into perspective like that, I see it's going to be easier. Now I'm ready for the next dose. Now I'm ready to tell me what is this great palace that you want to show me, where I will enter in me, a funny era for, from this wonderful treatment that you're telling me all about. Please teach me, guide me, what I really desire to know about Avedas Alekim. Omar HaSeichel, Sinaseichel says, Memsheles Hadover. The, the overall idea here, the general principles are, Shetikabli Olayich, Mimasha Lamala Mimech. Accept everything that is above you. Masha'at roitzeshi kabul mimech alov, masha'ulamata mimech. That is the line. We'll translate it obviously. Explain what he means. But this is the line that if you wanted to sort of make a slogan to put on your, your screensaver. They used to have those things. Not anymore. Or to have on your refrigerator, or to have on your phone, that this line comes up. This is the line that if one keeps this in mind and absorbs it and incorporates it, then he does what he is supposed to in this world. He does the right thing. And what is it? It's in, in a sense a simple formula if we realize how true it is. But you are, that the person, the cycle is telling the nefesh, that you accept upon yourself, from the one that is above you. But he's saying it in a way that you, Mr. Nefesh, you understand that anyone who is lower than you, whether it's a child or a grandchild, whether it's an employee, whether it's a friend that you do favors for, whether it's a spouse that you give so much to, and you want that they will also do what you request, and they will not do what is harmful to you, and they will not do what is upsetting to you. And just like you want that from someone who is 
beneath you. What he calls you means someone who has been a recipient from you, who has benefited from you. That's, he puts in sort of parenthetically, im hishtavas ha'orchim. Even though you really can't compare. You can't compare a, a human relationship. Even if it's a father to a child or spouses or an employer-employee relationship, certainly they are equal in a sense. They're both mortal human beings. They both contribute. When you're talking about the the macro in the terms of the Nibshul over here, Akarish Baruchu, it's no there's no comparison. But yet we expect that someone who we have done for, who we've we've I stick out my neck for, who I've done so much for, and I give to so much. And yet if they if they turn their back, or even if they just don't uh, almost intuitively understand what upsets me or what I really would like them to do, I get upset. That's human nature. That's the way it is. I've done so much for this person. You know, don't they, can't they uh, call me up and thank me every once in a while? Or can't they at least, when I ask them for a favor, can't they do that? Or can't they continue doing things that I, that I, I really want them to do for me and certainly avoid the things that really upset me? And that's how we feel with others. So if we understand that in terms of our relationship with others, and that's how we want to be treated, that is how we should treat HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, it's very simple, says the, the, the Seichel, to the Nefesh. If you're makabal upon yourself for the one who is above you, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, just like you want that those who are beneath you and receive from you and benefit from you, are makabal from you, and that's Imish Tavas even though there is really equanimity over there. And you want them to give what is good in your eyes, that they should do things what is proper in your eyes. Or not to do anything that is wrong in terms of their actions. So that's what you should do. The nefesh, he says, the nefesh you should accept upon yourself to do for those with the one who is above you, namely Akadosh Baruch Hu. And everything that He gives to you, then we just have to say, what does Hashem want me to do? And what does Hashem not want me to do? And that's the formula. And really what it boils down to is, of course, HaKaris HaTayv. That's really what it is. And this is not the first time that Chavis Havavis lays down this principle. He says this often in his Sefer, Chavis Havavis, that all of Avedis Hashem is really predicated and it's based on the foundation of HaKaris HaTayv. Just to cite an example, this week's parashim. So one of the different nations that we are not allowed to marry into, Klal Yisrael, means even if they convert, they still can't marry, is Someone from the nation of Amun Amoyev cannot marry into Klal Yisrael. Now, nowadays, this really doesn't apply because anyone who's going to can be a convert, we have no idea which nation they came from. Already, over a thousand years ago, Sancheirev came and he just mixed up all the nations, so no one's really in their place. But just to put it into perspective, there it says a Mitzri 
You know what the Mitzrim did, right? She says they took our babies and they put it into the wall instead of bricks. In third generation Mitzri, you could allow them to come in. But uh, an Amain, someone who's an Amain, a Moyov, a male Amaini, a male Mayavi, they can't come into Klai Yisrael. Even ten generations can't come to Klai Yisrael. Why? The Pazik says, Because they didn't come out to give you just some bread and water when you were coming out in the exodus from Mitzrayim. I mean, so so what? I mean, uh, okay. So, so they didn't do that. Anyone to do a favor for somebody else? That's it? You can't marry into our faith? Says the Ramban, no, that's not the pshat. Who are we talking about here? This is Amin and Moyev. Where do Amin and Moyev originate from? They come from light. Light in the cave with his two daughters, the elder and the younger. He begot Amin and Moyev and the two nations. Where did they come from? They read the history books. You know, they went to school in Amin and Moyev. And they say, oh, you know where we came from? Well, there was, there was Papa Light, you know, and if not for him, if they thought the whole world was destroyed, and he had children from his daughters, Amin and Moyev, and therefore, therefore that's where we exist. And who was light? How did light exist? Why wasn't he obliterated several times in his life? Because he had a brother-in-law named Avram Avinu. And Avram Avinu saved him more than once. And because of that, the Torah expects from many generations later, from Amin Amayev to have Hakara Satoiv to Avram and his descendants for the, all the benefit that Avram Avinu did for, for Amin Amayev, namely for Light, the progenitor of those nations, the patriarch of those nations. And if they don't have the semblance of understanding of what Hakara Satoiv is, then they don't deserve to be in the Jewish faith. And that's what the Chavazavov is saying here. Our, our understanding of Avaidah Salekim to serve Hashem is based on Akarasatayv. So it's a hard thing nowadays and we take everything for granted and we think, Alts kumt mir. Everything's coming to me. That's the, that's the way we're, we're brought up. And now everything's coming to me whenever I want it, a click of a button. And if not, I'll complain, you know. And that attitude, it rubs off even in terms of Avedas Hashem. But if a person really would live with that realness, that truism, that if someone gave me something, I have to pay them back in return, and we expect it on our giving end, so Hashem says, that's really the formula. If you really understand everything that I give you, and He's going to explain it. He's going to expand this concept, how it applies to all of humankind, how it applies to... Jews in particular, and that applies to individual of Jews in particular. And based on that, that will be our chiv, our obligation to serve Hashem properly. So this is the, this is the start. Oh, taking him once you're ready, you've, you sort of, you've shifted the focus from yourself. You know, nowadays the, uh, with, with cameras, yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my phone doesn't really do it, but if you have, uh, any type of phone that doesn't flip, yeah? So you can take a, a nice picture. But now you can take a picture, you could flip it around and take a selfie, right? So that's the, that's the problem we have. We're too focused on selfies. Everything is just about ourselves. So first, push the button on the camera that we should not focus on ourselves. That's the first thing. It says, 
start start toning down the taiva and the gaiva. That's number one. After that, we can enter into this shire, this gate, this palace of really being able to serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu and do what we were created in this world to do, why we exist in this world. And the first start of it, he says, is that we should accept upon ourselves to do from, to do what the, the one who has given us, what he wants us to do for him, that we should do for him. Just as much as we would want what we do for others, that they should do for us. Agutenacht.